Hello, welcome to the But Are You Happy podcast. My name is Christine Vega Perez, and I'm a decision-making and accountability life coach. I'm here to help you feel calm and confident to tackle all that life throws your way. I'm an RN turned life coach, mama to my two amazing boys, and fulfilled a dream goal with my husband of relocating from Pennsylvania to Florida. On this podcast, I'll share strategies and tools to get your mindset right to go after what you want with one core question in mind. But are you happy? Hello, welcome back. So happy to be here with you. I am going to talk today about maintaining your energy. And if you notice, the audio might sound a little different, so a little behind the scenes. First few episodes, I recorded straight through my laptop. Then I was gifted a mic for Christmas. So I gave that a try, but it sounded a little echoey. So I'm back to my laptop. If you have any thoughts, feedback on audio or any kind of technical items regarding podcasting, let me know. I'm a newbie podcaster and I'll be very honest about that. So I'm open to feedback. So that was the first thing, some behind the scenes stuff. Also reminder to leave a review at the end of the month. I will be checking out those reviews, putting everybody who left one into a drawing for a free coaching session. And I look forward to doing that every month. So go ahead and and leave your reviews on Spotify or Apple, and I will check both of those areas out to draft from, to draw from. All right, so maintain your energy is the topic for the day. And I know that there can often be what sometimes you might hear called energy vampires, where something in your day-to-day, in your life, is draining your energy. And so the first step is to being able to identify what it is, because often we don't even realize that there is something in our life that is absolutely draining, because it might just be the way it's always been, or it might be a kind of routine that you've done, a habit. So every day it's part of your life, but you don't even necessarily realize how draining it can be. And that's why you're listening to this right now. There probably was something that sparked interest when you saw the title, Maintaining Your Energy. Do you feel like you're not full of energy? Are you feeling a little depleted? That's the first step is being aware and identifying it. So noticing that, you know, I'm not at the fullest energy potential I want to be. And why is that? And then really asking yourself that question, taking a look out around you so that you can find out what it is that is this energy vampire that's draining your energy. Sometimes it can be tasks. So, you know, whether it be a chore or just some kind of um, routine thing that is required to do in your life. And we're going to we're going to go deeper into this and how we can help with them. But right now I'm at the step of where you're just identifying it. So when you look back on your day, different tasks, different chores, um, you know, different responsibilities, essentially, which ones do you feel you absolutely don't want to do? They're draining you. You're just 
trying to avoid them probably. And so then that's also draining your energy because it's in the back of your mind that you have to get it done, but you, you're procrastinating on it for good reason because you don't like it. So what is some tasks, some chores? Perhaps it's people and you have to look at that as well. Who are the people that you are around and are they draining your energy? Are they uplifting you? Are they, do you feel good when you're around them or are you feeling worse? So being, and that one's obviously harder because now we're talking about human beings, fellow people could be family, friends, coworkers. So evaluate that. And then the last area I encourage you to look at is your environment. And that's your actual physical environment. Is it peaceful? Is it calming? Or is it sucking your energy dry? So that could be for a variety of reasons. Maybe there's, you know, a leaky faucet that you hear dripping and, you know, is wasting your water. You know, that can be an energy drainer when things aren't working right or a little broken and and we just never get to them. But it can be a daily energy drainer. Or maybe it's just like some clutter that is in the corner that you keep meaning to get to and haven't made it a priority so it's still there and every time you catch sight of it it depletes you a little bit uh it could be a variety of things because everything affects people differently but look at your environment what makes you feel good and if it doesn't that's your energy drainer if you're looking at something and you're like oh that don't make me feel good that's draining your energy a little bit so how do we handle these things We want to reduce or completely eliminate these energy drainers. And I'll go into it a little bit with each of those topics that I brought up. So for the tasks, if there are chores or uh, responsibilities that you don't love, if you can reduce them or if you can completely eliminate them, which I know that might be harder to do if it's true responsibilities that have to be taken care of, but try to either eliminate or reduce. So maybe it is uh, grocery shopping. This, this is the example I give a lot because I don't enjoy grocery shopping. I don't want to spend any of the free time that I have doing it. So I went ahead and signed up for grocery delivery, even pre-COVID. I've been doing this since my oldest was a baby and my oldest is five. And I know I have the privilege and ability and luxury to be able to do that. But in all honesty, it doesn't feel that much different cost-wise than going to the grocery store. Because when you do go in the grocery store, you're spending that extra time going up and down the aisles. And then you're grabbing extra things that you don't necessarily need. So for me, it actually does work out just fine. And I have now eliminated a vampire, an energy vampire, right? something that was sucking my energy. I would dread going, it was this big ordeal. Then you come back and have to put everything away after you're already kind of drained from that. So for me, that was my one piece that I could eliminate. And then there's other ones that I reduce, you know, things that I reduce by either delegating it out and telling my husband, you know, or asking my husband, please do X, Y, and Z. And no, it's more like telling, but anyway. <laughs> um, So can you delegate things out, making my kids, you know, really uh, participate with putting away laundry or things like that? So what are items that you can eliminate? What are items that you can 
reduce through delegation or really evaluating if it's necessary. That's the other piece is sometimes we think we have to do it, but do you really? Do you really have to do it? Or can you just let that go? Maybe it's not really serving you anymore. Maybe it's not a responsibility that you have to continue to hold. So reflect back and, you know, those are a couple examples, but look to see in your life, what can you reduce and eliminate task-wise, chores, things like that. For people, like I said, that's a little more difficult, but it's still possible. So if it's somebody who you do not have to interact with routinely, don't. I mean, I know that sounds easier said than done, but if it's somebody who's really draining your energy and is not building you up, lifting you up, supporting you, why are you giving them your time? So in this one, I do truly believe eliminate the time at least that you're giving them. I can see that it's it's really difficult to just cut somebody out. I'm not saying that, but absolutely reduce the time. And if you can eliminate them, then that's what you're going to have to do because your time, your energy is too valuable. So have that honest conversation with them, let them know, and keep moving on. It, it will be okay. They'll be okay. Now, if it's coworkers, I know that it's your job. You cannot just eliminate or remove them completely, but you can definitely reduce it. There's no need to you know, do the office banter with people that you don't enjoy. So go there to work, keep, you know, stick to that and then go home and start in, involving the people that you do enjoy and use your time and energy on them. And then family is also very difficult, but in the same sense, you can do that. You can reduce your time. You don't have to say yes to every, you know, family function or gathering if you know it's going to drain your energy do what you feel comfortable with. And then other than that, make sure you're preserving it. So I know, as I said, people are definitely more difficult. I'm not making light of that, but I do think it's important to still stand firm in keeping your time and energy so that you can go out and be a happier person and go after the things that you truly want and that you're not just doing all of these activities and get togethers and gatherings to please everybody else. So keep that in mind. And then finally is just, you know, realizing that some things are not in your control. And I know again, that might sound easier because we do want things to go a certain way. We have expectations. We don't want things to fail but there are items that are gonna be out of your control. So just pausing when you realize that you're fixated on something, maybe it's somebody else's actions and the way they, they act and that just pisses you off or the way that the company is run and you know your, your job, your work, and the structure is just so infuriating. Why do they do it this way? It doesn't make any sense. Sometimes we just need to pause take some deep breaths. And instead of, you know, talking about it over and over and over and nothing changes because it's out of our control, let's gain some control back, take some deep breaths, realize that it's out of our control, but what is in our control is how I'm going to react towards that situation. 
I will not let that situation make my blood boil. It's going to be okay. I'm able to look at the big picture and focus on all the good that I have, you know, the things that I am grateful for and bringing it way back so that this external thing that I have no control over is not going to allow me to get flustered, stressed, pissed off. And that takes practice. But what you can do is keep keep taking those deep breaths. As soon as you are aware of it and you're realizing that this external element is draining your energy, you pause and take some deep breaths and bring it right back in. And then it's gonna you're gonna explode again. And that's okay. You're also not beating yourself up when things do get to you. You think I don't get pissed off? I absolutely do. I lose my shit from time to time. I'm human. And then I take some deep breaths. And then I reflect on, am I doing everything that I need for myself? Because when I maintain my foundation and I can stay, you know, calmer in situations that maybe previously would have pissed me off, but I have to make sure that I'm pulling it back in and reflecting on myself. And am I, you know, getting my sleep? Am I working out? Am I doing meditation? Am I drinking my water? And I go back to all of those things, but in the moment, you're taking deep breaths and just bringing it back to you. I hope that makes sense. I hope this was helpful. As always, if this doesn't make sense and you have questions, DM me. Find me on Instagram. I'm at lifecoach.christine. And I'd love to chat more about this. If you're struggling to maintain your energy or have more questions about energy vampires, we can chat. I'm all about it. So I hope you have an amazing day. Don't forget to leave a review and I'll talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.